breast implants float in a swimming pool. That was another one I remember. I want to say no. I don't remember. Because <laughs> they're attached to a... Per- I mean, maybe if you throw them... Oh, we can't do this. But what we can do, Kim, is say welcome to Listen to Player 2, a video game review review show. Uh, my name is Judge. I'll be your player one. Oh, and my name is Kim, and I'll be your player one. And breast implants are neutrally buoyant. You might be wondering why she said that. And the... <laughs> And the answer to that <laughs> is basically a dissociative episode that the two of us were having right before I said welcome to the show. Well, like, because remember, I was like, remember this horrible TV show? Mancers, yeah. But so we got onto the subject of what's the difference between dugongs and manatees. You don't need to know why we were talking about it, but that was the thing. And I typed that into Google because I'm like, surely, surely the internet knows. Mm-hmm. When I typed in what is the difference between... It did the thing that computers do where it's like, I can finish your sentence for you, yeah. which I don't like in relationships. I can finish. We can finish each other's sandwiches. Because when you finish someone's sentence, you don't want to finish it with what they were going to say. It's what they should have been saying. You know, like that's the, like you're trying to improve. What Google has improved for me is what is the difference between right Twix and left Twix? Now, Kim, I know you're thinking that can't be anything, right? Yeah. I'm on Quora right now. There's quite a few responses to this. I think we owe it to each other and to the world to kind of take a peek at what the Internet's best minds have considered with the difference between right and left Twix. You know what Twix are, Kim, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. The candy uh, with the with the shortbread and the caramel covered in chocolate. How high are they on your tier list of candy? Are they S tier for you? Um, They are not. If they're not S tier, they are A tier. You know what's weird? S tier for me is candy with like the least frills. Like Crunch Bar is one of my S tiers. Really? I think that um, Kit Kats for me. But see, Twix are similar to Kit Kats. But that that little bit of chewiness, I'm not I'm not always down for. So I'm going to, you know, I'm down. They're they're A tier. Kit Kats are S tier. Kit Kats are best with coffee, which I think was a marketing ploy for a while. Yeah. Have your Kit Kat with coffee break. And I'm like, this is just sugar and caffeine. This is drunk. I'm all about that. Yeah. See, I like to take the Kit Kat and uh, break the chocolate off of the sides um, because it just breaks off in sheets if you put it against your teeth and, and twist it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how I eat a Kit Kat. We should just eat candy. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Fuck the show. (laughs) Fuck the show. Fuck everything. Candy time. I'm going to, I'll see you at Target. Bye. Okay. What is the difference between right Twix and Uh, left? One is on the left and one is on the right. The real answer is from ChatGPT. ChatGPT says, right Twix and left Twix are two different marketing campaigns created by the Twix brand bar. The idea is that there was a rivalry between the two sides of a Twix bar with each side claiming to be superior. However, in reality, both the right and left Twix bars are made with the same ingredients and recipe. The only difference is the packaging and the labeling with the right Twix being packaged in a red wrapper and the left Twix being packaged in a blue wrapper. Wait, hold on. So the right Twix is in a red wrapper. Yes. And a blue is in the left. That's correct. Similar to how we color code now, Democrats Kim, now, and Kim, Republicans. Shut, now, Kim, shut up. Kim, shut up. <laughs> shut up, Kim. Shut up. But wait, but that would mean that maybe there's no difference between. Well, now oh, here's no. the first answer from Christine Bozarth, who. Oh, I, yeah, I know Christine. I'm pretty sure Christine blacked out in the booth a little bit when she was answering <laughs> this one, because here's what Christine says. Okay. We decided to do an experiment. I bought several packages of each right and left Twix, cut them into bits and served them unidentified to a group of taste testers. 
Okay. Out of a rather large group of people, we did this at a science fair where I guess that's where people are. Well, decided that the left Twix was simply better. The main complaint being that the right Twix were quite often more stale than the left and that the caramel wasn't as creamy and the cookie tasted soggy. What the fuck? Now, now, Kim, you're hearing that and you're like, that can't be real. But then Christine shows us our work and says, out of 100 samples, 80% preferred the left Twix pieces over the right. So, so there you go. Now, she does says read the ingredients. They're the same. But Okay, yeah, but I'm made out of the same stuff as Jennifer Lopez, and we are not the same. <laughs> if you get right down to it, we're all just stardust, right? Mm-hmm. We're all just dreams as God waits for his turn to go bowling. Now, Asher Mantel Asher's a cool name. says there absolutely is a difference. They use two different recipes. Left Twix uses cookie caramel chocolate. That makes it crunchy sweet. Right Twix uses chocolate caramel cookie. They are sweet and crunchy. Also, left is four letters long. Right is five letters. Okay, fears. that is a difference. You got you got me there, friend. Caleb Hansen says Twix stands for Twin Bix because of the nougat that is similar to British biscuits. Because Bix is biscuit. I knew that. Now he says Twix bars are intended to be the same, but no twins are identical. Twix has released several ads informing customers of the differences in personality and identity. There's nothing else in this. They're just saying that there literally is no such thing as an identical twin. And therefore Twix cannot be. Uh, uh, right? I mm, Okay. You don't seem like you're very happy with that one, Kim. I'm not happy with basically any of these except, I mean, like, I'm happy with the idea that people are so fickle that when you fed a hundred people a Twix, 80% of like there was a, like clearly they had to decide between two of them. I'm assuming it was a blind taste test. Like it's not like, okay, these are the right ones. These are the left ones that people will invent reasons to dislike something. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Anyway, are we, are we doing a show? (laughs) I mean, we, we, we should, we should, we should definitely do a show. People might notice that currently uh, Jeff is not with us. No, he's still alive. He's not like the lead singer of Smash Mouth, by the way. I'm really sorry. We haven't talked about that, but my condolences, my friend, but he is just not here this week. I don't know why he said he had stuff work. He said said I have to go out of town. Yeah, it was actually like the most vague he's been in a bit. He normally tells us like, I have to go out of town. It's like, to where? And he's like, (laughs) if only. And that's like, what does, that's a weird response. Okay. And then he pulled out what I could only assume was was a guitar. Yeah. Because I just heard him, I just heard a guitar playing and like a trumpet. Yeah, the point is we could have had other people on the show and we tried as much as we wanted to. Yeah, and then we stopped. No, we uh, really half-assed it as far yeah. in the try department. Yeah, you're, hey, you're welcome. Yeah, so here we are, just us, just just me and Joe, and Twix. And the game that we're going to be talking And a dugong. <laughs> uh, the game that we are looking at, because this is a video game review review show, there's a lot of video games out there, and it's hard to know which ones to play. So we rely on the wisdom of other gamers to know which ones to play. And Kim, today, is, it's a red-letter day, because we are looking at one of the most anticipated of the games of the year. Is it Sonic? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> you know, okay. You really fucking take the wind out of the sails when you do right, some sorry. shit like I'll, that. I'm excited now. Again, I'll, I'll come back know. to it. I don't know. No, it's, no, come, on, like come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Okay. Well, the one that we're like, it's, it's Starfield. We're looking at Starfield. I've never heard of it. Well, 
here's the thing. If you hadn't have like jumped all over the energy, um, <laughs> you'd probably have been excited about it. But as, as it happens, you are, you have, you've taken that away from yourself. Starfield was uh, developed and released by Bethesda game studios uh, and id software. Um, they are the same company, of course, that has made such storied games as the elder scrolls five and the elder scrolls four and the elder scrolls three and also Fallout 4 and Fallout 3. If you'll notice, this is the first game they've made in such a long time that doesn't have, like, a, it's not a sequel. It it's is a, a, wait, except that it, I, okay. Not a sequel to anything. I think that it's it, it, this is new IP. Highly derivative. Listen, Kim, if we want to get down to it, everything is highly derivative of the Bible. All right, let's, uh, all right, all right, pitch me Starfield as the Bible, my friend. Space is... Space is Christ. Okay, and so we, and then we crucify space. <laughs> At what point when you were saying that, did you start getting excited about what that means? Immediately. I could hear you start smiling towards the end. We're going to crucify space. <laughs> that sounds like a new, the newest uh, Tom Cruise movie. No, it would be, um, what's his name? Nicolas Cage and Tom Cruise in Starfield. We're yeah. going to crucify space. <laughs> Space okay. slept for three days and then moved the boulder. Um, Starfield, this is the, the pull quote from the, the Steam page. Starfield is the first new universe in 25 years from Bethesda Game Studios, the award-winning creators of The Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim, and Fallout 4. That's a bad description. Yeah. That's like... It doesn't tell you anything. It's just it like... It tells you nothing. It It just says, this isn't a sequel. <laughs> That's yeah. all it just told you. That's almost like, it's almost like if you went to dinner with like your new girlfriend. Oh, what's her name? It's not Megan. Yeah. That's all you got to know. That's all that matters. Not Megan in any way. No, it used to be Megan, but you know what? Hasn't been Megan in 25 years. Starfield is an action role playing game. Um, And you know what? We've kind of buried the lead because apparently Bethesda doesn't know how to describe itself. It's like Fallout or Skyrim in space. Okay, so you're in space. And can I just say, yeah, from what I'm looking at, mm-hmm. from the very first moment I laid on is on this video game. Yeah. Looks a lot like No Man's Sky. You know, Kim, it's interesting you say that because you are not the only person to sort of um, echo that response. The, the comparisons between this game and No Man's Sky have been made a lot. Not very favorable comparisons, I must say. Because No Man's Sky is essentially like a very positive, it's like a success, it's like a, a redemption arc in video games is No Man's Sky. It's one of the biggest redemption arcs in all of gaming because it started off as like a disaster and is now like some people's like literally their favorite and only game. It's all they play. They love it that much. Starfield is, um, boy, oh boy. The blender we already established, action role playing game already established. It is available on pretty much every major system that you can imagine. Oh, that's um, cool. Xbox, PlayStation, and computer. It would be weird if they omitted that one at this point, being owned by Dr. Microsoft and all of his cool stuff. I didn't know that Bethesda was a Dr. Microsoft production. Well, Kim, not only is it a Dr. Microsoft production, it was released on 9-6-2023, or 9-5-2023. I was going to say, so that was today. That was yesterday. It had five days of early access for people who had special ordered it, which I didn't do. And it is available for 69. Kim. Call, they, they round up. That's true. <laughs> they say it's 70. 
It was available yeah. for sixty nine, nice ninety nine, unless you have Game Pass. How much is it if you have Game Pass? Whatever is the cost of Game Pass. Oh, well, that's pretty sweet. So I I have this game to play because I have Game Pass, but I paid you do. no money at all to Bethesda directly. Play Listen it. to Player Two, brought to you by Game Pass. Listen to Player Two exists solely so that I know what to get on Game Pass. Yeah. <laughs> So are we, so tell me, tell me, tell me what well, do people think of this beautiful game? Well, let's, let's get to the top end first, because I think it's important. We kind of discuss the, the sort of the broad strokes. So it, it currently enjoys 87, very high scores on, uh, from critics. And it's sort of difficult to determine truth from fiction in these, because there's a, there's a pretty wide spread at sort of the end of the spectrum but the way that it spreads is confusing. So like the really positive reviews are forgiving the game for the things that the other reviews just can't get over. If that sort of makes sense. Like this game is so good. I don't even pay attention to the fact that literally every area requires a cutscene. Okay. Some people would find that unplayable. It does have an 87 meta score, which is wildly positive. Um, it has 20,000 positive reviews on uh, Steam. It has 6,000 negative reviews on Steam. And the main takeaways, if you look at the reviews, are as follows. One, really good game. Two, this has a lot of load screens. There's a lot of loading in this. Mm. I'm spending a lot of time watching this fucking game load. <laughs> I don't want to, hey, listen, I don't want to be like this guy. I got a good computer. This game loads, it loads a fucking lot. The third one is, in sort of a derisive way, this is a lot like Skyrim or Fallout in space. Okay. You hear that and you go, well, that sounds really cool until you recognize things like, well, in Skyrim, there was a lot of sequences where you were just kind of like standing around while an NPC just talked to other NPCs for... <laughs> Who knows how long. There's a whole section of the internet that is just people who have spliced a picture or a screen cap from Starfield and put it right next to a cap from No Man's Sky and showed how similar the two games are. Yeah, that's that's the current that office meme of like corporate wants you to know the difference between these two pictures. They're the same. Yeah, picture. they're the same. Um, uh, but yeah. I don't know. But if it's so but if it's like if it takes good things from those games mm -hmm. then it can be like those games i'm fine with that i can play two side scrollers i'm okay with that but here's the other thing it looks that, pretty it does look pretty here's the other thing that i will throw out there and it's important to recognize this because people throw this out there like it's a positive this game is really good after 10 hours mm. i'm gonna start telling people that about myself yeah, when you think you gotta about know it, me for at least ten hours before you judge me. To, uh, if I hold like, <laughs> grip it and rip it. <laughs> if I hold you uh, accountable to know me for ten hours, you have to talk to me for ten hours straight, mm -hmm. and then you can make a decision. No, no, no. Then I'm, you can start making a decision. I get ten straight hours of no judgment <laughs> for ten hours. You, I have ten hours where I can just kind of fuck around. And you can deal with it, okay? Yeah, because you cannot judge me in the first 10 hours. That's right. How dare you? Yeah, there's uh, nothing. You wouldn't do that to restaurants. You wouldn't do that to movies. You wouldn't do that to pets. You, <laughs> if, hey, listen, if you buy a dog and the first 10 hours, 
it it's awful for for the first 10 hours it just like shits and eats furniture for 10 straight hours barking wildly the whole time it is unfathomable that you would on hour 11 be like i think i get it yeah pretty <laughs> like, cool dog. all right i think i'm a pretty good dog yeah, you know 10, out of 10, 10 out of 10 this dog this dog uh this reminds me of um oh shit i lost my train of thought with the dog i think if we had a shirt that was just like things that i will change my mind on after they've sucked for 10 hours and it's just crossing out on like people places movies books relationships video games won't be crossed out because that makes sense somehow yeah, for some they're allowed reason. to suck for 10 straight hours. If you go into work oh. and do bad one day and two hours a week and see if that's just like chill as hell. Yeah. And your, your boss is just like, oh, no, she's still good. What? Twenty nine hours. I don't know how much I work. I mean, yeah. If you're not counting like breaks and yeah. the commute. So I actually did have people. I've had people do this to me with TV shows where it was specifically Breaking Bad. I am part of the population. It's like, you know how I think cilantro is disgusting? Yes. I didn't get what people were. They were so frothy. You're, you're genetically predisposed to think that uh, baking pad is like soap. Uh, yeah, I, I just couldn't. I didn't understand it. I didn't understand why people thought it was so good. I, I wasn't enthralled by it. And I had people say to me, oh, no, 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 no. You just got to keep watching it. Believe me, you get a couple episodes in. And then somebody was like, no, wait until season two. It really gets good in season two. And then I had somebody have the gall, the goddamn nerve to say to me, well, no, you know what? It really kicks off in season three. And I was like, I am not going to watch 30 hours of television to start to enjoy something. Um, so I stopped watching it. There's almost two and a half seasons. There's in. almost nothing that your body won't start liking after about 30 hours. This <laughs> is like a survival mechanism. It's like, Hey, it's been cold for 30 hours. Yeah. I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to stop telling you this is bad because it doesn't seem like me doing that helps you. Yeah, this isn't helping. So I'll just go ahead and let you go. <laughs> and then you're like, Oh, I think I like the cold. No, you don't. Yeah. You've just cu become accustomed to it. <laughs> your body, also, you're dying. <laughs> your body's just grown accustomed to the cold embrace of the Reaper, which is Starfield, a game, yeah. a video yeah. game. Kim, would you like to hear a couple of reviews? Of I would. Game? I would love to hear a review or two. Given our track record on how fast we get through these things. that's gonna, I don't that's see like any record. reviews. Oh, I just have them. You're uh, so rude. I don't have any. Oh, okay. Well. I thought I would read them, but I can. Okay, on. well, you can know it's fine. I will be surprised by every review and not read them. Part of the fun of the game. Okay. Steam user Rena writes on the subject of Starfield. I personally like this game because it's basically Skyrim slash Fallout, <laughs> but it's not quite what I was hoping for. What I dislike about this, that's really wild that it's like the list of everything I like about this game is that other games exist. What I dislike about this game is the fact that you can't really explore space nor land on planets yourself. You only fast travel from your current planet to space and from space to another planet or another star system. If you expect something like No Man's Sky, this game is not for you. Apart from that, it's quite fun. You explore different planet. You explore different planets with different biomes instead of having just one big map. Also, the first companion, Vasco, reminds me a bit of C-3PO due to his comments. At the end of the day, this is basically Fallout 4 Space Edition. 
just without space. I have no clue what happened to Rena in this review. <laughs> they, yeah, there. This is wait, do, wait, hold on, hold on. Is there a is there an amount of time where you know the first ten hours are bad, but then they're good? Do they get bad again? Because started out and they were like, I like that this is like No Man's Sky, except that it's not like No Man's Sky. And if you want it to be like No Man's Sky, you're not going to like it. But it is nice that you get to explore planets, which I just told you you can't do. It's this kind of hot and cold. I think what they're saying is like, because I gotta trust that Rena isn't gonna lie to us. No, of course she's not gonna lie, but I could imagine that she's a bonehead. That might be true. There is a sense of like, well, I had to adjust my expectations a lot when I got into this, which is which I think is a fair assessment. You have to meet the game at its level. Starfield is like marriage or parenting or finding a job. A lot. Yeah. There's a not insignificant portion of that. That's just like, you gotta settle. Yeah. I mean like we, like in the media we say don't, but you do, you do, you do, you You settle. you, You have your expectations and then you lower them. And then you think that you've lowered them, lower them again. Yeah. Keep lowering. (laughs) You might think that when you get your dream job, that's good. But you got to understand that the dream job you get was, was just the one you got. It wasn't the one you want. You know what I mean? Like, it's not the one you want. Love the job you're with, man. You got to love the job you're with. You got to wake up every day saying it's basically Skyrim slash Fallout out here in life. I can't, (laughs) I can't really explore. You know, what's, you know what's great? Real life is a lot like Skyrim and Fallout, but I can't fast travel, and I do hate that. Like I, hate I would that love, I, I know. Well, and I keep thinking I can fast travel, and that's why I'm late everywhere. Fast travel would be that's the technology revolution that I want more than anything is the ability to fast travel. If I could do that, here's the twist: you have to go to the place once the normal way, and then you can fast travel to it. That would mean that like you just have to travel to like. I don't know. What's the place you would like to go visit? Uh, California. So you'd only have to come here once, and then no matter where you are in the world, you can instantly come back. I'd pay money for that. That's, I don't know why, which that's a game mechanism that they don't have very often, is like that you have to pay money to fast travel or in some way, like pay, like there's, it's the just game is magical. Free, if the game is free or if it's an MMO, a lot of times they'll do that where you have to spend some amount of gold to, to go from yeah. like wherever you are in the world back to like camp or whatever. Yeah. But in real life, that would be great. I think we should look into that. Has anyone looked into this? Hey, science. <laughs> hey, science. How are we doing on fast travel? I love some fast travel because right now I'm walking with my human feet. I'm doing, I'm literally doing the same content over and over again when I go to the store. I don't need yeah. to do that content anymore. Nothing interesting is going to happen. And then I get into a car crash. Thank you, Rena. Uh, yeah. This is, a, this is a review that lets me know you got to adjust your expectations a little bit. Ready for another one, Kim? Oh, yeah. This is from, this is from Steam user Heisenberg. Now, Kim, that's, a, that's funny here. Um, that's the guy from uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, no. Are they going to say that after three seasons it really picks up? Oh, no. Steam user Heisenberg writes, imagine you launch your ship for the first time at the start of the game, only to crash land on some strange primitive planet and wake up as a prisoner on a cart. It's their whole review. Wait, are there prisoners in this? No, Kim. In Skyrim, the start of every Skyrim game starts with you on a cart being drawn by a horse and someone turns to you and goes, ah, finally awake. Oh. I imagine that's actually what happens when you die. You just wake (laughs) up on the cart in Skyrim. (laughs) Finally awake. It's like, oh, beans. This is, so yeah, they're just saying it's Skyrim. 
in kind of a roundabout way, but it's Skyrim okay. in space. That's it. Which is okay. Was that good? I think that's good. I think it that's a like good. It might be good. I think that's they like it because like usually people like Skyrim, right? They typically do like Skyrim. Although I will say the complaint about Skyrim was that it was a lot like Oblivion. I don't. I didn't know what that game was because I was not a nerd then. So well, here hey, you know what, Kim. This is a fun game we can play. <laughs> What's this Oblivion? It's called Oblivion. So yeah, so it's, if I say to you, it's a game made by Bethesda, no matter what it is, you can say, oh, it's a lot like Skyrim. It's a lot like this other game that, like, oh, hey, that guy, there's a lot of, no, that's a movie, Oblivion <laughs> game. I was yeah, like, well, there's a lot a, of movie actors was, in this. That was Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tom Cruise is in this. That guy from Game of Thrones is in this. Morgan Freeman is in this. Wow, that's a, yeah, it's a pretty good game. Yeah, he becomes a big dragon. He becomes a big dragon man. How about another review, Kim? While you're looking up the actors in Oblivion, the game. Uh, Elders. Wait, but Oblivion isn't that Elder Scrolls Four? Yes. Okay, I'm just making sure that we're on the same page here. Yes, it's a lot like Elder Scrolls Five, Skyrim, and Elder Scrolls Fallout. Okay, but is Oblivion the movie? Does that have anything to do? No, it does not. It has a lot to do with Groundhog's Day. Um, <laughs> no, that's lived. I repeat. Steam user Pinner uh, writes, spreading my seed across galaxies, ensuring the survival of the bloodline of John Starfield with a little corporate espionage on the side. Oh, God, Howard for sure did it again. 16 times the detail this time. NPCs do be staring deeply into your soul, though. Oh, I don't like the grammar, but I don't even know how to parse the sentence here. Is there a guy named, there can't be a guy in this named Starfield, right? That can't be what he's saying. That can't be real. Starfield the man. <laughs> Are white men extinct in Starfield? I'm not, don't look at Polygon. I'm not interested. Uh, I'm actually guessing if that was Polygon. I don't know. Was that a Polygon article? That feels like no, something. No, it was a, it was a video. Oh, what's you, your name in Starfield? Is it Starfield? <laughs> uh, I guess I'm going with a, a lot of people just have their surname as Starfield. That can't be real. Why? Uh, some of the lore about the descendants of the first explorers like Smith. Like, I guess it's yeah, because like if you were a last name is Smith or Schumacher or Wheeler or prostitute there's no that's not a surname uh is there a surname for prostitute john evening night prost to my computer is like i'm not finishing that word for you your, your computer's like you're on you're on your own with this one i don't know why you're doing this to us so apparently your name is john starfield and when i said that my brain immediately went to die hard which is not good like it's not a good thing that my brain did that like John Starfield of Nakatomi Tower, where he shoots Hans Gruber. You know what I mean? Like crawling through the air. And now you know what a TV dinner feels like, which they also invented for space. Anyway, <laughs> did you find anything about this, Kim? This <laughs> prostitute thing? Yeah. Somebody wrote a very, they like cited this like a lot on Reddit. Oh. Uh, it's a really well-written response. So somebody basically was like, blacksmiths uh like i can a tanner or a you know what did prostitutes have last names like other occupations um and then they had to they had last names you want to know about the occupational by name that specifically refers to prostitution i don't have a comprehensive knowledge but i can cite some examples 
And so like, huh? but like, this is all in like in writing so that like the author can convey to the reader that these people are prostitutes like Laputa being a last name. Okay. Or Meritrice, which means prostitute. Those are kick-ass names. Laputa Meritrice. That sounds like a fantasy character, right? Yeah. And that she would be a prostitute or he, whatever we're open to. Whatever gender or pronoun you want. The slovenly woman, a slatterin. I like that one. I like slatterin too. Yeah, that's good. What's that? That's dictionary of English surnames. (laughs) Kimberly slatterin. Here's from Steam user Painless Steel. I just can't stop playing this game. Once you get to level 10-ish, everything starts to gel together. It truly gives more back the more you play. It's stunning to look at, too. And the gunplay feels fantastic. A lot like a vastly improved Fallout 4. Despite having COVID, a job, and two kids, I've somehow found time to rack up 32 hours since release. Brag. Your wife left you 12 hours ago, friend, and your boss wants to know where you've been. Can you? Okay. It was released not since yesterday. I think they mean the early release. So Yeah, because it's less than that's 24 hours. So... so 32 hours in the last 80 something hours. Yes. Can you, should you be really like directly parenting when you have COVID? You have Uh, to, you have to, you, I mean, you can't so far, they haven't equipped closets with everything that we need to feed and water our children. Um, We're working on it though. Science is working (laughs) on it. Science is working as hard as they can. You don't get to have any time off when you have children. Um, They are there all the time, whether you have COVID or not. I keep telling Pip I have COVID and he won't leave. He just won't vanish. He won't just teleport. He won't go back to his home planet no matter how many times you tell him. I know. And he, yeah, he uh, very much is still here. So from September 1st to like yesterday... Or today, I guess. Like, they racked up 32 hours. I don't see mathematically how that's possible. Then they went to work in that. This can't Which be that's real. that's something that you are super not supposed to do. I can forgive how raising kids while you got COVID, but you shouldn't You shouldn't go to work. There's people. Yeah. That, well, maybe they're working from home. That's true. They could. You should be working then. Like, what are you doing? Oh, they're parenting. That's got to be it. Yeah. You got you to gotta support your family. I don't understand your life. Actually, you know what? Their life sounds amazing. Sounds like a pretty good life as the more I talk about it. They can work. And be They've sick. Got two kids. And raise kids. And they still can play a game for 30 hours in a 72 hour period. This person seems awesome. They got a lot there. They got, I got to work on my grind. That's what I'm here. Yeah. I guy. nap about half of my life. Um, and I just feel like I'm... I'm wasting it, man. Have you talked about that in anything that you, you, that's a brain thing of yours? Yeah, I haven't mentioned it, um, that I have a brain thing called idiopathic hypersomnia. I had to think about it for a second, but yeah, now, I haven't. Now, hey, Kim, now that's a good fantasy name. Well, I just like that if you break it down, the Latin means we don't know why she's real sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but there's medicine for that, but I can't take the medicine until I give $20,000 to my neurologist, basically. No, you can't have it. No. Yeah. Here's this thing. Here's this key that unlocks the reason why everyone's thought you were a lazy slob for the last 30 years. Um, but to take this key, you have to invest in in in-game 
purchases of twenty thousand dollars. That's how life uh, is. It's actually right? going to be way, way more than that because oh, that's God. just what a sleep study cost. Um, but luckily, I have insurance. So, and luckily, I've me- met my deductible and that other number that's above the deductible, like your overall out of pocket. So, hopefully, this won't be that expensive. Hey, everybody! The healthcare system in the United States makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And it's easy to understand for us people, especially people like Kim, who's super tired medically. Yeah. I have a doctor's note for why I need a nap right now. <laughs> this is my doctor's note. I need a nap, please. Mm-hmm. How about another review? Yes. I would love to hear another review, please. This is from Steam user Mativia. Steam user Mativia writes, I still have the chance to play again since my first five hours due to not feeling well. Certainly nothing. Oh no, this person, oh God, does this game give you COVID? Certainly not on part of the game, which is awesome. This isn't, this, there's a lot in here and I got to take a second. So I still have the chance to play again since my first five hours. I think what they're saying, I haven't had a chance. Or, or I'm about to have the chance to play. Because, because if they say I still have the chance to play since my first five hours, that would be of them saying like, I, after I, pl- I played my first five hours and that's it, but I, I don't think that doesn't make any sense. So I think what they're saying is like, I couldn't play for five hours because I was sick. Or I played for five hours and then I had to stop because I was sick. Right. But then the next part of this sentence is more distressing. Certainly nothing on part of the game, which is awesome. Are they saying that it's awesome, like the game is awesome or it's awesome that the game is did not make them sick? I think that they're saying... Like as if somebody's going to go, oh, like I did. Oh, God, this game makes you sick. No, they actually had to say this game. It, By the way, the reason that I got sick wasn't because of this game, which I guess in the universe of VR where people do like feel sick. Yeah, you get a little nauseous. You know, like, I guess, <laughs> I guess. Why did you even tell me you were sick, man? Like nobody, nobody asked you. There's a lot of questions. From this, it's like, but okay, so are they giving me any information about the game? I think they're just saying they really liked it so much so that they're glad they're not sick anymore. And I guess I'm glad they're not sick either. I hope they feel better. They do have exactly 4.9 hours. They really, yeah, they really played for five hours and then got sick. They were barfing by the time it ended. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe the game did make them sick. It's just like if you eat too much sugar, you know, like, yeah. I'm sick because I had too much rich, beautiful food. I think it's going to be like the ring where if you, you get to the end of it, you die. No, Kim, everyone finished the ring. Oh, really? Yeah. In the movie, the ring, the one thing they didn't do is say, I got to go back and watch that cursed. No, they all got to the end of the cursed video. They died seven days after. Oh, but yeah, I know that. But like, isn't it? Because if you watch the whole movie, then you die. I think if you watch any part of it, you die. Oh, see, I thought you had to complete. I thought it was like a completion thing. I never saw the movie. I never saw the movie. Well, no, you never finished the movie, I guess. I get well and see that it matters. Uh, Well, I'm glad Mativia could go play this again. Thank goodness. I'm glad they're feeling better. That means a lot to me. I I, I think you meant it, Kim. That's fine. Uh, How about another one? I want one more. This is it. This is all I want. One more. Here's some Steam user, Stella. Significantly below expectations. Except for Fallout 76, I have liked every mainline Bethesda game since Morrowind until this came along. Performance is awful. You'll be lucky to get over 60 frames per second, even with the latest generation NVIDIA card. I can give you a list of things wrong with this as long as your arm, but to get to be brief, there's no immersion in this like there was in games like Fallout or Skyrim. All you do is navigate 
clunky and old fashioned menus in order to travel around and arrange your loot. Want to travel to a planet? Can't just get into a ship and fly there. Got to go to your menu and click boxes and watch a loading screen. And once you're down on the planet, mostly empty and underwhelming. I quite liked Neon, but it isn't very big and it won't take long to see all there is to see there. The first main city you land in, New Atlantis, is sterile, largely empty and populated by weird-looking NPCs who look like something out of a horror movie. The biggest fault for me is the main reason for the review is that my game is bugged on the main quest line into the unknown, meaning I can't complete the game and unless a patch is released for this particular issue, I've lost my 40 hours of progress and won't be able to do a new game plus. Many of the positive reviews you see here are copium and people just trying to justify their expensive purchase to themselves. If you really want to play this, then I would wait for a bunch of patches and a substantial discount before picking it up. I have some thoughts. Mm, now, what are they, Kim? <laughs> okay, working backwards. One, you dislike this game, but you've played it for over 40 hours. Now, this fits into our sort of bell curve theory. Right. Where you have uh, 10 hours of ramp up. It's great. And then that last 10 hours really gets you. Yeah. So this person, yeah, they played for over 40 hours and can't stand it. It's such garbage. Also, like, what a stale take that they're like, I like everything that Bethesda ever did except Fallout 76. Like, Fallout, I don't think there was anything wrong with Fallout 76. It was just very much like Fallout 4, and people went banoodles because they wanted that experience that when they got Fallout 4 and it was so different and so good, they wanted to have that again. Well, that's really hard to do. Um, or so, like, it's really easy to do. This is what I'm saying, right? I, like it's yeah. the same game over and over. They, they're making the exact same game pretty much over and over. Again. Right. So if it had been very different, people would have been upset. But because it was very much the same, people were very much upset because they wanted something different. But the same. They wanted it to be the same. Um, yeah. So that's kind of this person has the same uh, complaint that is like the cookie cutter, I love everything Bethesda does, except this one thing that we all decided collectively to not like. Well, it's also just like, just don't say that. I like some of their games. I didn't like Fallout 76, and I didn't learn my lesson <laughs> when I came to this one. Saying you like all their stuff does not give you credibility. That's not like a, a degree yeah. <laughs> in games. Why should we hire you for this law position? Well, I really like all the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney games. I, I, except for uh, Apollo Justice, that was suck balls. <laughs> Hired. Name my, your price. My father was Dr. Apollo Justice Sr. You're out of here. Oh! So, the thing that I think is most important about this game, or about this review, I should say, not this game, the, they're saying the biggest problem for the game is that it's, it's missing this patch so they could finish it, right? And that's an important lesson because it means that when you're playing the game, there might come a point when you fuck up and everything's gone. But even if they could finish the game, all the other complaints are true. They don't suddenly stop not having the same problems they did just because like, oh, I was able to finish it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everything is still empty and underwhelming and the cities are small and all you look at is menus. If you had beaten the game, that's still the pro that's still a problem. It's not the worst thing about the game. This was just like the straw. This was just the last thing that happened to you. But you still played for 40 hours. Yeah. I, I've gotten sick of good things in less than 40 hours. Shrimp, you for took, example. You took 10 hours. <laughs> I'm just to like it. You took 10 hours to like it and then 30 hours to stop liking it. It's, so it's, it's, if you're going to like something 75% of the time, is it worth $70? 
What is your opinion? I feel like that's that's now what we're, we're now we've got a fucking conundrum. Yeah, because like that's the what every review that we have read today has led us to is if 75% of your experience is going to be one where you are happy. And, and one fourth of it is when like this sucks in a major way. Yeah. And nothing is fun and it is both derivative and not enough like what I want it to be. And there's too much loading and too many cutscenes. Although I, I don't know if this is like a, a negative, like a, an unpopular opinion. I kind of like cutscenes. You don't have to do anything and the game progresses. <laughs> yeah. But then, the, but then the argument is made is like, but what, but like, but I didn't buy a movie. Yeah. So why, kinda, is, it, why is this movie in my game? I didn't yeah, buy but then this. You get a movie in addition. It's like when you get a water bottle in addition to your yes, game. Yes. It's like when you, when you bought a copy of Pikmin and it came with a water <laughs> bottle. Came with a water bottle. This game comes with a movie. Um, stop complaining about stuff you're getting for free. Yeah. Is a game worth $70 if you know that 75% of it is good and the 25% of it is bad? Um, if it was 20% less? $30 and 75% of it is good. That seems like a scream. That's, that's a, a great deal. That's a great deal. But yeah, that's a oh, man. 59 bucks and this is a good game. Maybe that's what's wrong with this game is inflation. inflation? Yeah. It's, it's just too... Ding dang expensive. It's just because a dollar doesn't take you as far in the universe anymore, Kim. I think that's what is clear here. Yeah. Now it only takes you 75% of the way. Yeah. Yeah. The 25% you got to pay for yourself. And f here's what's funny. Here's what's fucked up. Fallout 76 was right on the cusp because it, yeah. it was 76 and it got you 75% yeah. of the game. And seven, it was Fallout 70. You know what I mean? Like uh, you were well, almost there. Was wasn't Fallout 76, that was the game, this wasn't, this wasn't No Man's Sky, I think it was Fallout 76 was the game that, like, people paid the premium price for, Yeah. and then the game was so incredibly bombed, which I still feel was unfair. Well, there were tons of glitches and bugs. Well, not like, but shortly afterwards it was fine. But they cut that price to, like, 20 bucks or something, Oh, that and people freaked out because they had bought the game at 100 bucks yeah. for, like, the the quad centennial edition or whatever it was like that's become more frequent in the past couple of years where like this is our next big thing buy the super awesome edition or whatever and then like a couple of weeks later it's like yeah yeah this is 10 the the biggest i would say the biggest failure is probably anthem yeah in, in recent memory but i was like that was supposed to be the next super hit game from the studio that everybody loved and it came out and it was a fucking disaster and now they cannot even give it away. Yeah. It is that bad. It's like, I think it's like less than a, you probably get it for under a dollar. Like you'll pay more to have it shipped to you through internet tubes than it'll cost to actually buy it, which is sad. Yeah. 99 cents used on eBay. Yep. Cause it's a bad game. It's a dead game. No one plays it and it's a bad game cause it's bad. So, so that's not, that, but that's not Starfield though. Starfield is just, it seems, it, it seems if this was a person, and I was trying to like talk them up to like go on a, you should go on a date with them. Right. Like, yeah, I feel like I have to really work to convince, you know what I mean? Like I have to really sell yeah. this person. Right. Like, I mean, she's good after 10 hours. Yeah, no, she's definitely staying power, but you got to stay with it the whole time. Yeah. It's, and I'm not going to lie. Like it's rough. It's going to be rough. You're not going to understand how any of this gels together. And she takes a lot of time to load. 
a lot of time to load. Yeah. Oh, you'll be waiting for a significant amount of time of the 10 hours. In the cyberpunk future, what I'm describing also, when people say they're getting ready, they say that they're loading because that's fun. Yeah. That's a funner thing to do. In the metaverse, you load. Pip doesn't say download. He says he's loading something down. And it's <laughs> wild because I always assume loading is up. Yeah, he's loading it down. He's got a new game. He's loading down. It makes me want to lie down a little bit because it's like it's, <laughs> it's lo- heavy. You load it. De- you load things. You unload or you load. Yeah. Well, I mean, you load things down if it's like he- if something gets heavy. It's loaded. Oh, down. You know what? You can't load up. You know, like I'm going to load up on. So mm-hmm. you can say that. Yeah. You can't say I'm going to load down on. Yeah, but you can be you can be loaded down with stuff like you're loaded down with weight. You can be loaded down, but you can't load down. Yeah, I guess. This is hard, Kim. This is a conundrum that you really put in. I'm sorry. I don't even know why I mentioned it. I'm so sorry. This is fucking hard. Anyway, thank you for listening to Player Two. We, it's good after 10 hours, our podcast. Yeah, you just have to listen like really consistently for 10 hours. 10 consecutive hours. Don't stop doing any. Don't listen to your wife or your two children or your job or your COVID. Just listen to our podcast for 10 solid hours. And right at that nine hours and 50 minute mark, you'll be like, I get it. You know what? Solid podcast. I'm in it. And then you, it is, this is important. You've got to bail out at episode 39 because episode 40 (laughs) hits and you're going to realize this shit doesn't stop. Yeah. It just kind of bugs out towards the end. Yeah, and you will lose all of your progress. Yeah, all of your podcast progress. Like, oh, man, I forgot when they reviewed Sea of Sorrows or whatever the hell. <laughs> Shadow Gambit. Beans. Um, Kim, do you have any any genuine interviews for the people? I honestly, this week, I don't. Still played a lot of Spider Solitaire um, and having dreams about it. Nice. And, yeah. Anyway, what about you, man? I picked up a game... Uh, well, it's on Game Pass called um, Sea of Stars. The, the best way to describe it is like an, an old style, like SNES RPG, like like Chrono Oh, it's Trigger. pretty. Yeah, it's a very good game. It's very pretty to look at. The, the art in it is incredible. Like it looks like Steven's Universe. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. The combat systems are great. The characters are nice and fun and memorable. It really good turn-based RPG combat. It has the word star in it. Yeah, yeah. 10 out of 10. It's it's well, actually go, one of those man. games that's like at the end of this year when we have to put Fortnite, their jersey in the rafters, maybe this is the Ooh. game we're going to be recommending to everybody. I don't know. Ooh. I know. It's a, This is a good one. Really good. But that'll do us. Uh, Kim, do you want... Uh, oh, also give us a good review on your podcast of your choice. And uh, do you want one final review, Kim? Just one last Yeah, one last yeah, last give it to me. Hit me. Steam user Metropele says as follows. It's definitely one of the games of this year. <laughs> <laughs> you sassy bastard. <laughs> my name is Jojo. And my name is Kim. And this has been Listen to Player Two. And Dugongs and Manatees are my real mom and dad. (laughs) One is slimmer. One is slimmer? That's all you need to know. Uh